everybody, it's Vicki. Welcome back to Tale Talk. It is April 5th, and I really, really, really do hope that the folks up north are having a little bit more spring-like temperatures. I actually haven't checked um, the weather lately there, but boy, <laughs> it is certainly time for spring, and I, I hope that... Um, that you're experiencing some some nice nicer temperatures there. I thought I would come in today and chat a little bit about what our schools advise us to do versus personal choice. And the reason this has come up recently is I have seen several different accounts on media of how people allow others to interact with their dog guides. Um, and so I thought I would touch on this just a little bit. I tend to be very strict, especially in the beginning with regard to my dog. And the reason for that is that we are still very, very new to each other. And it is so very important that we both keep focus when I say we both, uh, it's, easy, it's understandable how a dog can lose focus if, something, if someone is making kissing noises at him or her. But if I'm too busy trying to keep my dog's attention on what we're doing, then I'm not necessarily paying attention to where I need to direct my dog. So we end up in just a bit of a little bit of a problem there. <laughs> So this is just me, and this is something that the Seeing Eye recommended from day one. I can remember uh, way back, believe it or not, I can still remember way back in 1978 when I trained with my first dog and how um, the instructor there shared how important it was to keep the two of us working together and not allowing the general public to interfere. Now, I am not going to sit here and tell you that I have always adhered to that rule. There have been a few times where my dogs have had special friends, and I have allowed my dogs to acknowledge those special friends. My requirement has always been that, number one, the dog was a very seasoned dog, and that doesn't mean with salt and pepper and nutmeg and... Uh, garlic powder, that means that the dog has been working for quite a while. Um, <laughs> I know, it's just a bit too early in the morning for craziness. Actually, is it ever really too early for craziness? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's important that the dog and I be working well together as a team. Um, and also, if it starts to affect the dog's work, then it has to stop right away. Now, I actually have not done this for years. Um, but there, especially my first dog, I had a couple of special friends, and I did allow my first dog to interact with those friends. Um, it wasn't often, um, but I did do that. So I'm not going to say that I have never broken a rule or two uh, with my dogs. The most important thing is safety, not just safety for the dog, but safety for me. And, uh, you know, just if we're working together, then hopefully 
we will be able to do everything possible to keep us all safe. Um, some people really don't mind if their dog is interacted with in harness. And I, I am not going to tell them that they are wrong. They would probably have the same rules that I just shared with regard to letting my dog acknowledge special people in, um, in this case, it was a female's life. Um, uh, the dog must be able to work well and stay focused. And I would suspect that this would be the same requirements that a person would have. The gray area that is concerning to me is that um, people don't always understand what they are observing. And when my dog and I do have established a good working relationship, if I am in a situation where I can do this, if someone asks if they can pet my dog, I will remove my dog's harness, have my dog sit, and allow them to say hi. Um, I realize that not everybody is in hearing distance of what I'm saying, and so I've always felt that by removing the harness, anybody who was even a distance away would see that harness coming off and hopefully get the message that you don't interact with a dog in harness. I don't know that that's, you know, what they're getting from it, but I, one can only hope. So when folks allow their dogs to interact they are also not only sending a message to the person who is interacting with their dog, but they're also sending a message to others who may not have all the information. And that, that would be my concern. And that's, that's also, uh, you know, up to them to deal with. Um, I like to keep things as black and white as I can with regard to the dog's work. In other words, the harness on, you're working. Harness off, you're relaxing. Um, and this is what has worked well uh, for, for me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting. You know, Astro and I are a, a quite a different team than Valor and I were. Um, and it is important, as we are a new team, to try to remember what it was like with our previous dog in the beginning. And... Of course, one of the main things I keep hearing is, that's a big dog. <laughs> but he's so cute. And I, I look at his cute face and I think, oh, he's a big dog, but he's so cute. Uh, Valor looked quite a bit different than Astro. He was more of a, he is, uh, more of a soft dog. In fact, a lot of people thought he was a girl. Um I personally didn't think he looked like a girl, but I also knew he wasn't. So I don't know, maybe that <laughs> figures into it a little bit. Um, structurally, Astro has a big chest, big head, and long neck. And, well, <laughs> he to me, he looks very definitely like a boy. And I did have one person ask me yesterday, is that a girl or a boy? And my set answer is, well, he used to be a boy. <laughs> um but <laughs> he's <laughs> but yeah the the first thing i hear is oh that's a big dog i have had a couple of people ask me may i please pet your dog and at this point i am saying no because we are just a month 
and a day into our relationship. We are so very new to each other, and it's just best that I provide most of the interaction. Now, that's not to say that I don't allow anyone to say hi to my dog. I have, uh, but it's just not happening all that often. And my church family has been amazing with their respect with regard to uh, me working with my dog. I did share with them before I trained at the Seeing Eye that it would be a different dog, obviously. We would be starting from the very beginning, and not only would I really not be able to allow interaction, but they may see me correct my dog. And I described what that was and how it worked and why I did it, would be doing it. And they have been wonderful. They really, really have. And, you know, they, they just totally rock. Anyway... Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to talk with folks who are dog guide handlers because I think in general most of the schools do feel that while the harness is on, you know, that's the time for work and business. Um, I, I do seem to remember years ago one school used to say if the harness handle was not in the hand of the person, then the dog was relaxed. And um, I don't know that they still adhere to that belief or not. Um, but again, because dogs come in all different shapes and sizes and personalities, it really is up to the handler to decide what is best for the team. And so that's why when I talk with folks, um, occasionally I have been told, well, my family member has a dog and they let me pet them in harness or... You know, well, I'm not them. You know, like my mother used to say when I was a little kid, when I would say, well, Johnny's mom lets, lets him do it. And, well, I'm not Johnny's mom. Uh, so I, I just make it clear that we are all individuals. Sometimes the temptation is to lump uh, all blind folks together and say, well, they must be all alike. Now, that's a bit of a dramatic statement, but I have heard, well, you know, why don't you do this? My, my brother who's blind does that or, you know, um, we're not, you know, we might share a common disability, but that doesn't mean we're, you know, alike. Um, uh, so I always ask people to be open-minded and be individual. And that holds true for how a person chooses to handle their working dog. Um, so respect is the word for the day. You know, just respect a person's choice to, um, to not allow interaction with the dog. Um, and don't assume that because you may have interacted with someone else's working dog that it would be okay to do so with some, you know, someone you may have just met. Anyway, so in, before I go... Astro and I are having a lot of fun together. Today, we are venturing out. We're going to um, a, well, I could, would call it a beauty shop. But it's a little bit of everything because they do men and women. And um, my husband is getting a haircut and I'm just getting a shampoo because my left shoulder is bothering me just a bit. And I really don't want to uh, you know, try to wash my hair with a sore left shoulder. I think it's fascinating. I injured my shoulder quite a while ago 
And then I re-injured it this past January when I fell um, on the black ice in New Jersey. Um, but when Astro and I work together, he's got a nice hard pull that I absolutely love. And it doesn't hurt my shoulder. It's awesome. <laughs> so we are going to go to the um, beauty slash barber shop today. And uh, it'll be his first time there. And he's doing really well with just settling next to my chair um, and being a very good boy. Tomorrow will be a big test for him. We, my husband and I are both going to Massage Envy, yes, and I'm getting a facial and my husband is getting a massage and um, they'll be done at the same time and in the same room. So he will have to be laying down quietly um, without me being, I won't have the, really the ability to interact with him should he get up. So this is going to be a big test for him to see if he can stay settled uh, for close to an hour. I bet he can do it. Um, he is so confident within himself. And although I think he's bonding to me very nicely, if I walk out of the room, he really doesn't cry or fuss. Now that could change as he becomes more and more bonded to me. But right now, and he has a little bit, like if, I think, uh, the way my house is set up, if he's in the room, and he is on tie-down uh, right now when I'm not, when he's not on leash with me, he can actually see me um, or hear me in the kitchen, the way the house is, uh, we have the sliding doors open, and uh, the house is shaped like a C, and he can look across and see me in the kitchen. And a couple times I think he's like, hey. I'm here. Why are you there? And I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it is important that they have a certain amount of independence because you're not always going to be able to take your dog every single place you go. And as a matter of fact, if I do make a trip to India this uh, coming December, I will not be taking Astro with me. And so he will have to be away from me for around two weeks. So, we definitely will want to make sure that he can, you know, he's tough enough to, to be without me. But, of course, I always look forward to that good, strong bond. And I work towards that. Um, I give it all I can because I figure you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. And I want to put into it a thousand percent. And he's giving back a thousand percent. Well, I hope everyone has an awesome, awesome Thursday. And until we meet again, uh, this is Vicki with Tail Talk. Have a wonderful day and God bless you.